Bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Welcome to the SBS Cycling Podcast. I'm here like normal, as usual, with Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? Uh, I'm lying on the ground. You've just had, had to put a resuscitation device on me. No, I'm joking. But what I just witnessed in this time trial is off the charts. I don't think I've seen anything like it before. So we thought, you know, we're not going to do a, a, a podcast during the uh, the rest day because this time trial was always going to be something special, something that could change the course of this Tour de France 2023. We started this time trial with a time difference between uh, Vingegaard and Pogacar of 10 seconds. Today we are close to two minutes. Unreal. Unreal. And as you just pointed out to me, like it's literally just finished. You've said, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Pog's done a great time. I said, where'd he finish? And you're like, second. And he's pulled time. Subst and, and he caught and he caught Rodriguez. He caught Rodriguez. He pulled substantial time on Wout Van Aert. And he's lost 138 to Jonas Vingago. I mean, this. I I predicted Vingago would win the TT. I just felt my gut feeling said he would win. And I thought, at the most by 40 seconds, but I predicted by 20. And he is blown it out of the water. During the during the stage, if you watch the broadcast, we, we saw the radio uh, from the DS to Vingegaard saying, this is now you win the Tour de France. This is now you win the race. What's that plan? Uh, was it planned? Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, in that sense, was it planned in the fact that they kept it quiet and they kept him controlling the race for the last part of the second week? And now, early part of the third week, they just put the foot down. This is, this is how it is, baby. I don't think so. I mean, he didn't, you know, he didn't deliberately lose, and he didn't lose much time now in the context that those few mountain days, you know, he lost a little bit on Grand Colombier, he lost a little bit prior to that, 30 seconds, you know, somewhere else, uh, Puerto Grand. 24 seconds, that's how, that's how much Vingegaard lost on Pogacar, that's it. Yeah, so he didn't deliberately lose that. He absolutely was going as hard as he could. The reality is, against the clock, he has just got the pog. He has got his measure. Um, you know, as Pog had Roglic's measure, the very first TDF he won, Vingago has got him. That is his weapon. That is his X factor. And today he proved it unanimously. So looking ahead, uh, we still have a lot of road ahead of us, uh, but it becomes very, very complex for Pogacar to actually win this third tour for him. Oh, the, the only, to me, the only way he can win it, and it's not the only way, but realistically is tomorrow. Tomorrow is the Queen Mountain stage, believe it or not. It's, we've, had, we've had some monster days already, but it is a huge day. It's high altitude. I think it finishes in Courchevel. It's a big, big day. So, look, he, he has to have a, I won't say miraculous recovery, because as you say, his time trial ride wasn't terrible. It's the second best time in the world today. And time trialling is different to road racing, but he needs, he needs a mini miracle if he's going to take um, you know, two plus minutes on Vingago. So before we preview uh, stage 17, uh, let's have a chat about uh, Jai Hindley. I want to have a good chat about Jai Hindley. So much hope uh, with Jai over the first week, over the second week. We were hanging on that hope. He was in pain today. You could see he was hurting. He finishes above the 20th seat. Uh, he's losing grip uh, and probably any hope uh, on the third uh, place of the podium. Um, how do you think he's feeling? He uh, was very disappointed the day prior to the rest day we saw him come in um, I interviewed him obviously but he was he was philosophical I think you know he still gives a smile and a laugh and and I think that's one of his strong points Jai he, he stays relaxed but you know he's human he wants to win he he's won a grand tour he's one of the three biggest he's won one of the three biggest races in the world and even though it's his debut tour 
he's got to remind himself he's he's won the stage and worn the, worn the yellow, and that's been a massive achievement. So he's disappointed. Um, yes, the, the the fight for the podium for him is still not out of reach either. It's still not out of reach, you know. But because he's coming off the back of a crash, he's recovering. It's hard for him to come back. You know, it's easier for the pog to have a huge day tomorrow and take time. For for Jai, he's just trying to survive and help his body recover. So that that's tough. Okay, let's have a look and turn ourselves to uh, stage 17 of the Tour de France. You mentioned it a little bit. Uh, we are going to Courchevel and we start in Saint-Gervais. We've been in the region for, for a little while now. Uh, we start to uh, know where to have a good pizza and so on. Uh, Macab, uh, you mentioned it. This is a queen stage. Um, I mean, I'm the million dollar or five million or ten million dollar question. How does Pogacar win the Tour tomorrow or save whatever he can be saved? Well, the final climb, let's strip it down, shall we? So two category ones, category two, and then the oars category. And then it drops down into Courchevel, and it is a slight incline at the end. But the, the final climb of the day um, is Col de la Loz. And it goes up over, I think, 2,200 or 2,300 metres. He's got to hit him hard early. It's a 28 kilometres. You know, you and I are looking at the profile as we speak. It's sort of in two sections. But it basically climbs for about 28 kilometres. He's got to hit him early. And they've got to, UAE, have to try and destroy Jumbo Visma and catch them unawares. They've got to do something different to what they've done the last two weeks. Rather than this all day on the front tempo, forget that. Forget it. That's like raising the, putting the red siren on and giving them two hours notice of what your plans are. They've got to throw it out of the water. They almost, I'd almost say they should sit back, force Jumbo Visma to ride tempo, And at the base of that final climb, set a tempo that is excruciating until until each and every one of them blows up and then Pog attacks like he's done. So what could be the role of Adam Yates in all this trial? Because he's such a key player for them. Uh, what what can he do to help Pog to win this tour? I think it's Adam Yates. He doesn't ride tempo. He attacks with Pog on the wheel. So it's like a two-pronged attack. You know, rather than riding tempo super high and then Pog attacks and then that initial effort he's got to go in the wind I what we've seen on those previous days I think actually they save Adam Yates he doesn't ride tempo at all but he launches he launches big with Pog on the wheel and yes Vingigo will be right on Pog's wheel we, we probably know that but I think they, they've almost got to ride a bit dirty you know they've almost and when I'm, what I just mean by that is you know Yates on the on the front attacking The wheel on Pogacar is Rafael Micah. Or something like that. You know, they split Vingigo off his wheel. So when he launches, Rafael Micah drops the wheel or vice versa. It's Yates or something. They've got to ride really cunning and really foxing. But all that, doesn't matter what they do, Pog still has to have the legs. Because if he hasn't got the legs, all that is, forget it. It's, it's fairy tale stuff. We'll do a bit of self-promotion, but if there is one stage to watch, one stage worth having a siesta during the day to be mm. up until then is this stage 17. Uh, I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll, we'll enjoy your listen. I'm, I really hope you, the public, and you catch Peloton Kane. Join us on SBS for stage 17. Thank you, Maka. Thank you very much. Mm.